Hi, and welcome to the Black and White Podcast, where we speak radical grace, raw truth, and real hope in a gray world. I'm your host, Denise Pass, with my co-host, Micah Maddox, and this month we are focusing on dads and how the absence of dads makes a difference in our lives. It's no secret that daddy issues affect a lot of us, even you and me, Micah. It's right. It's crazy how many people I talk to that have daddy issues. And I know I've shared some of my story here on our podcast before, and I also share an in-depth look at my story in my book, Anchored In. And for those of you who haven't heard my story, my dad was a pastor who abandoned our family. He walked out of our lives on a Sunday morning and never looked back. And it left a huge hole in my life for years. It wasn't really until I became a mom that I really realize the depth of the loss that I carried for all those years. Beautiful part of the story is, though, that God redeemed my life. Even through the very recent loss of my amazing adoptive father, God has healed my heart. Mm, and he was such an amazing man. Yes. I was thankful to have met him. You know, Micah, your story is such a beautiful example of God's restoration. And I still marvel at the fact that the earthly father who came on the scene to help heal your family and the earthly father who came on the scene to help my children both had the same name, Clay. I know. <laughs> I love that. It's great. Today's scripture fits well to honor the clays in our life. It's out of Isaiah 64, verse 8, the English Standard Version. But now, O oh Lord, you are our father. We are the clay and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. I love that. I don't know if those of you know, listening, but my dad's name is Clay Potter, my adoptive. So anytime we read the scripture or anytime we sing the song in church, you know, I'm the potter, you are the clay. We all look at each other and chuckle. It's great. Now we'll probably all cry now that he's passed on, but it's okay. Yes. <laughs> but he was a wonderful, wonderful man. But today we have a very special guest with us and our verse today fits so well with the guest that we have because the person we have just has a heart for the fatherless generation. Sean Tice and his wife Jackie started a ministry called Life Factors Ministry in 2008 and their goal was to spread hope to the fatherless homes. Through Life Factors Ministry, they are leading fatherless families to the Heavenly Father by spreading awareness and partnering with other churches and ministries. Sean is a speaker and he's created some unique resources, including the Fatherless Journey for Girls, The Fatherless Journey for Guys, these are both resources for teenagers, and The Single Mom Journey, Mentoring for Life, and various children's books. They've also developed a mobile app and a website for the fatherless that is called God Is My Dad. In addition to all of this, Sean also serves as a student pastor at Colonial Baptist Church in Venice, Florida, while Jackie, his wife, is home with their three children, and she homeschools two of them. So we commend her for that. I know about the homeschooling mm -hmm. journey. It's awesome. You can find out more about Sean and Jackie Tice and the Life Factors ministry at lifefactors.org. So we are so excited to have Sean today. Sean, welcome to our show. It's great to be here. I'm excited to be on, on the podcast today. Thank you so much. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your ministry, God is My Dad? Well, God is My Dad is a resource that we came up with a few years ago. We wanted to create something for fatherless families. Uh, we were having 
a little bit of a struggle trying to get churches on board with what we were doing. Um, now we're not. I mean, they're, they're, people are seeing it in the news, and it's a lot more uh, prevalent than it was back then. But we were struggling with get them to convince pastors that this was a need. And so we just were like, we're going to create stuff for ourselves to use to do ministry. And so we, we hired a couple interns and girl, two girls that were fatherless um, in our youth group. And they were, um, they were almost done with being in our youth group. They were graduating out soon. And, and so we brought them in on as interns and they, they helped us develop this app and website. Uh, their names are Sarah and Amy and they were, a huge part in helping with that. And so it's, it's really, it's, it's birthed out of people that grew up without a dad. And so it's not just something that's created from some other ministry or somebody that had an idea. It's people that actually went through this. We've, we've experienced it and we're just trying to help others that are going through it as well. And so we, on God is my dad, we have um, videos and notes from Christian leaders, different Christian leaders. We have um, different sections on there for, you can share your story or read stories of others. Um, there's on how to videos and our how to videos. There's articles. There's um, just some unique stuff on there. It's just really going to be a brand and a resource for fatherless individuals to help them as they navigate through life and give them encouragement that they can, they can overcome. Um, there's so many statistics stacked against us as fatherless individuals in our country that saying that we're going to fail and we don't have to. And that's what we're trying to help others not, not do the same thing that we did. We were able to succeed through it. Um, Amy, Sarah and I, and even Tony's now one of our interns. And so we just trying to, trying to help others do the same. I love that. I love what you said about, you know, we don't have to fail. The fatherless don't have to fail because so many times the odds are stacked against the fatherless. And we have these children who grow up and they think that they can't do something because of this void in their life. And they're constantly seeking out um, the approval of other people, maybe because they didn't get that approval from their dad. I know for me in my life, that was a lot of my story. I wanted to be approved of. I wanted someone to love me. I wanted that acceptance from my earthly father. And when I didn't get that, I struggled a lot. I struggled a lot. And I sought it out from Christian men, Christian leaders, you know, not in a promiscuous way, but just say, I want to be approved of by you. Right. So it's just a huge thing. So I'm so passionate about your ministry and I love, I love what you have to say about it. When did you feel like God was calling you to really start this kind of ministry? Like how did it evolve? Where did it start? Well, I mean, it started from when I was 10 months old, my father left. (laughs) I could say that it's been a, it's been a lifelong journey for me. Really, it started after, right around when I was about to graduate from college, uh, back in uh, 07, I had a, just a desire to write a devotional book or a book, it really was a book for fatherless guys, fatherless teen guys to help them um, like I had been helped. And so it, it just started out as a, wanting to write a book and then just turn into a whole ministry. And I went to school to be a pastor. I um, just thought I was going to be a youth pastor and, you know, it, and it would have been great just to be a youth pastor, but God had different plans. He wanted me to, to do this ministry too. And so um, that's where, that's really what it all started. It started off with a, a guy's book and then we were, we wrote a girl's book and then a children's book and a single mom book. And, and uh, it's just, it's, a, it's a burning desire inside me because I've been there and I just have such a passion to help these fatherless families across our nation. So that's awesome. You know, when I first came across your ministry, I kind of was like, 
what exactly does he mean by this? God is my dad. Now being a, a Christian, I knew what you meant. I knew what the root as, was behind it, but I was really intrigued by the name of it because I think sometimes people who maybe aren't Christians or who don't understand God as a father might look at the name God is my dad and be like, what, what does that mean? You know, that sounds a little bit strange or out there. God is my dad. And they don't know, you know, Abba father. They don't understand that lingo from scripture. So what would you say to people who see the name God is my dad of your ministry that don't quite understand how God fills the role of dad? And what would you say to those who are fatherless, who are seeking that father figure and you know what the answer is you know that they need god but how do you how do you talk to them how do you draw them in to get them to even listen to this message this ministry that you have well i mean this is like anything there's going to be there's going to be people that are skeptical and and people that you can't change their opinion on god because of past hurt or past failures um but really honestly if you if you grew up without a dad you're most people, I mean, I'd say probably 95% of people are searching their whole life, trying to find something to replace that wound. And honestly, God is a very simple, I say simple in a sense of not, it's a simple relationship, but it's simple to accept um, that, that God would love you and care for you. Um, so we, we show them through, we have, we actually just created a new track, um, the, the gospel track to hand out. It says, uh, uh, it's for the fatherless. It's a four-panel track. It just talks about how how you meet God and how God can be um, in your life. And it, obviously, you know, it all starts through Jesus. So it really is. It's an evangelistic outreach because helping people understand. Well, you know, God will be your dad. And some people are like, "Yeah, God's my dad," but they don't understand that it's all through Jesus and it's all through. And that's something I've been on a journey with, really understanding that it's all through Christ. Jesus died on the cross so that I could have a dad and so that I could have, you know, not only heaven when I die, but on this earth, I don't have to have this emptiness inside me that I had for so many years feeling like I'm, I'm not as good as anybody else that had a dad or I'm, you know, I'm not as equal to them. So really it's a, it's a benefit to people. Um, you know, I think people you might, might think it's strange at first, but really the response that I get, I wear the guys, my dad t-shirts like all over the place mm-hmm. and I'm getting, I get a huge response. I get people telling me all the time. I love that. I love that. Strangers just telling me, and that's why I wanted to get a gospel track. So I can give them something whenever they uh, say that to me. Uh, but you know, it's just, it's, we've had more of a, we've had a, such a positive response with this because I, I honestly, I feel like, and I know the secular, secular media tries to make our nation seem like it's an unchristian nation. If you really went around the average people, I think that our nations really has a heritage and roots still in Christianity. So most people still see God as a good thing. And when you say God will be your dad and fill that void of fatherlessness in your life, I think it's a positive note to most people. I mean, obviously there's going to be people out there that are against that, but we've had, we've had pretty much a positive response. We've had some trolls and stuff on our uh, Facebook and things, but that's to be expected. But overall, it's been a positive response to people. And we just explain, I mean, honestly, it's all through Jesus. That's wonderful. That is, that's so wonderful. You know, my, my dad recently passed away and with this month being Father's Day month, you know, I definitely have that void there and the grief that, that it's really fresh. But my, my brother, before my dad passed away, my brother had texted my dad, thank you for being 
an amazing adoptive dad to me. You know, thank you for being a real dad to me. Mm -hmm. And my dad's response to him was, remember, there's only one good father. Mm -hmm. And I thought, man, and as you were talking, Sean, I was like, I need that t-shirt and I need to get my brother that (laughs) t-shirt. We all need that t-shirt. God is my dad. What a simple way to be a testimony. I love it. I love it so much. Well, you know, uh, I just want to say this is such a needed ministry, but what struck me when you were speaking, Sean, is some people might even not recognize themselves as being fatherless because I know I was a product of divorce, uh, growing up, uh, multiple divorces that my parents both went through and my dad was there, but he wasn't there. You know, uh, and so sometimes you have where dads aren't present and it does impact you greatly. You know, birthdays that go by that are forgotten, you know. Um, And so I think in addition to that, you know, I really wanted my children to have a home where there was a dad who was present, who was engaged. And we went through a traumatic event in our home as well. And suddenly I found myself as a single mom. And so, you know, I, one thing I wanted more than anything when I was first saved was, God, I need to know I have a dad. And so I wanted that for my children. I wanted them to have what I couldn't have as a kid. So I'm sure with your ministry, you definitely are reaching single moms. But what would you say to the single mom who is helping her kids through a fatherless season? Well, I would tell her first, I would say, you're doing a good job and keep Mm -hmm. going. I mean, obviously if she's reaching out to us and she's near the church and she's, she's wanting to have God in her life, she's obviously doing something right. And, you know, obviously no mom's perfect and no mom's, you know, no single moms are perfect and no mom's perfect. No father's perfect, but um, keep going. I would tell them, I would say, keep going. Don't give up because the enemy, Satan wants these kids. He wants your children. He wants to destroy your children. We see statistically that fatherless children are falling into all kinds of different things in our country. It's the number one social epidemic. Satan wants to destroy your children. And and don't take that as a way to be defeated, but take that as a, um, a way to look at it as I'm going to defeat this through God. I'm going to conquer this through God. God will help me overcome this. And so I want to encourage you, don't give up, but find your strength in Christ. You know, the Bible says I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. He'll give you the strength to get through as a single mom. He'll help you um, do what you need to do, but you need to do your part to go, go to him every day in the mornings or in the evenings, pray to him and ask him for the strength that you need. Ask him for the, the needs that you have in your family, pray over your children, do devotions with your kids, make sure you're, you're doing your part as a single mom to be their spiritual influence, filling that, that void. Obviously you will never fill the whole void of, of, of the dad role, but you can, you can be the spiritual leader in a home and that will, that will change them tremendously. If you're, if you're willing to, to, to give up some of your time to make sure that your kids are being spiritually fed that's huge. I mean, even if it's just for two minutes at night before you, they go to bed, make sure you're instilling and pointing God into their life and protect them. I mean, one thing definitely have to protect them. There's Satan uses many, what we've seen is many wolves that he tries to bring it, you know, sheep or uh, wolves in sheep's clothing. That's what I wanted to say yes. is he, he, he'll bring people into these kids' lives that are 
fatherless children are vulnerable. Fatherless teenage mm-hmm. girls are vulnerable. Fatherless teenage mm-hmm. guys are vulnerable. And he tries to bring them into their life. You know, one example I've been using lately is, you ever watched the movie Frozen? Um, yes. The, uh, Anna, what's the guy's name? Is it Gustav that goes after Anna? Right, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Gustav. He's a perfect example of what Satan tries to use to ruin fatherless kids. He mm-hmm. he comes into their life. He looks good. He looks like he wants to help them, and and then he ends up. He has a he has something he wants to hurt that kid with. He and and so I want to encourage you as a single mom, protect your kids, protect yes. the relationships they have, protect the television they watch, protect the mm-hmm. music they listen to. Make sure you protect them in all areas because your kids are vulnerable because that dad's not there to instill security and still confidence to instill the help that they need. So do that part. Then I would also make sure you have them in church, make sure you um, getting them involved in their youth group and make sure you make that a priority over, over sports, over, you know, extracurricular activities, whatever it might be, you know, make sure that you're having them involved in church and then seek out a mentor. Um, you know, I've had single moms mm-hmm. contact our ministry where they're like, nobody, nobody in my church wants to help me. Seek out a mentor. Look for somebody in your church that you would want to work with your kid, a man, some type of Christian man. Go straight to him and say, hey, will you spend some time with my kid? If he rejects you, go to another man. And, you know, and don't, don't, some guys don't feel equipped to do so, so they might turn you down. Or they just, they're apathetic about it and they don't want to do it. That's fine. That's, that's between them and God. But you just find somebody for your kids, a male influence that is a solid Christian and that can help guide them. These are really the things that my mom did for me. She made sure we were in church. She, she tried her best to uh, play patch the pirate and do different things for us as kids. And, and tried her best to, to instill godly influence into our lives. Um, and, and that really helped. And, and that really benefited us. Did we have struggles? Yeah, of course we had struggles. Did we backslide? Yeah, of course we backslide. I mean, we, we, there was times where we really struggled, but we had that solid foundation that um, God brought into our lives. And my mom was willing to let God bring that. So that's really what I would say to a single mom if I was talking to her first. And then we'd go down a path after that of other things. Well, that is great counsel. And you know, the word struggle is not a bad word. You know, we are struggling to walk with God. And I know the word of God was a great comfort, was our refuge for my children and I. So we just really appreciate your being with us today. We really do. And I love what you came back to over and over again today, Sean, was Jesus. And, you know, he is mm-hmm. He is our reason for everything that we do. He is our way to God. You know, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. There's no way to the Father, but through Him. And that is our entire goal with this podcast, is just shedding light on the truth of Scripture and on the issues that we face in our broken world. And Sean, we just want to give you one more chance to just share a passage or a verse that you cling to or that you share with others who are fatherless. Or if you just want to share one last word of encouragement with those who are listening today. Well, when I was in college, I I had no help. Um, no financial help at all. My mom couldn't help me. And I was sitting in my dorm one day. I was, I felt like I was going to be probably kicked out of school because I didn't have a job yet. I was trying to find a job and I opened my Bible up. I did one of those flip, flip and open things and I just point to a verse. Yes. <laughs> and God Bible roulette. <laughs> yes. And, and God, <laughs> God directed me to first Thessalonians 524 and it says, faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. You know, Obviously, God's allowed you to be in the situation you're in, whatever it might be, whether you're a single mom or whatever you're in right now in your life, whether you have a, you have a husband and you're married and you're dealing with other things, whatever you're facing right now in your life, whatever you're struggling with, 
God knows you're there and he's called you to whatever life you have. Maybe it's not the perfect will. Maybe there were past mistakes. Maybe there were struggles. But God knows where you're at right now. And faithful is he that calleth you to, to raise those kids, to be the, the wife you should be, to be the employee you should be, whatever. And he'll do it for you. He'll help you with it. He'll give you the strength and encouragement. And I've clung to that verse um, since college. I never heard that verse till college. I clung to it. I've clung to it since then. And even in our ministry with, with Life Factors, I'll just be honest with you. We've had, Satan does not want us to do this ministry. He does not want us to reach the fatherless. And so we've had tremendous, you know, obviously what do you call spiritual warfare and different things where Satan, we see it where he doesn't want us to do this ministry. And we just have to continue to cling to that where God called us to do this. We're going to do it no matter what, no matter what struggles we have. And I want to encourage whoever's listening, whatever you're dealing with, God's called you to deal with, deal with whatever you're dealing with. You can do it through him. That's right. Oh, we love your message, Sean, and we love your ministry. And those of you who are listening, we will post the links to Sean's ministry and contact information in the notes of this show. So you can scroll down and find those. But today, the raw truth is that the statistics are daunting for what is being called the fatherless generation. But God is still the father of all of us. Mm -hmm. The radical grace is that God accepts us as his children when we have encountered rejection. And the real hope is that God will never leave us or forsake us. You've been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth.